Welcome to the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast, where you get nutrition, health, fitness, performance, perfectly packaged together to help educate and motivate you to stay on your fitness journey. What are we talking about today? Well, today we're talking about good carbs and bad carbs. Is there such a thing? I've been getting lots of questions about what do I think about carbs? What do I think about keto? Uh, what's the deal with this carnivore diet? People are eating all meat. So I wanted to kind of take a second and address this question in a short podcast today. So, you know, you think about these, these diets that are very common here recently. Uh, the Atkins diet was in the 90s, early 2000s, very popular low-carb diet. Uh, and there's now there's keto and there's fasting and there's carnivore and all these different things. So where do I stand? Well, I think in the short term, fasting, keto, carnivore, uh, Atkins, you know, all these different low carb approaches can be very beneficial in the short term. In the long term, though, uh, we're missing out on some key things. And we also could be putting our body under too much stress over a long period of time. The first red flag, the major red flag that sticks out to me when it comes to low carb or carnivore or fasting or anything like that is any type of hormetic stress where we're really forcing the body to adapt to something uh, that elicits a cortisol response. So for instance, fasting at first, you actually get more and more cortisol and that's because your body's not used to switching into this major fat burning mode. And same thing with carnivore, where you're like eating only meat. Uh, you're not providing your body a really good fuel source. Protein is not a fuel source, uh, but carbohydrates and fats are a good fuel source. So anyways, my point being, that's the first major red flag is for someone who's already really stressed out, uh, maybe not the best idea to go into a fasting regimen or a keto or a carnivore or something like that. The second major red flag to me is micronutrients and primarily micronutrients are in a wide plethora of antioxidants, polyphenols, micronutrients, all these different things that we need in fruits and vegetables, along with prebiotic fibers that feed our good microbiome and our gut bacteria. And carnivore paleo people will make the argument that, um, you know, an all meat diet or, and mixed in with organ meats and different things like that can be more micronutrient dense than eating fruits and vegetables. But, and, and that may be true to some extent, some of the most nutrient dense foods on the planet are bone marrow and liver and heart and kidney and things like that. But let's be honest here. I'm, I'm coaching the average Joe. Do you, how do you think people would look at me if I told them, yeah, the most micronutrient dense food is beef testicles and beef liver and, you know, beef tallow and, you know, things like that. That's not a sustainable approach. And that also leaves out the prebiotic fiber aspect that I just mentioned a second ago. So we have to look at this from a balanced approach. Yes, organ meats are healthy. Yes, uh, there's lots of animal meats that if they're free range, grass fed, wild caught, they are, are very healthy. However, when we talk about micronutrients in a plethora and in balance, we're going to get 
the best of all worlds if we focus on uh, fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, meat, fish, fowl. My clients hear me say that all the time. Real, whole, one ingredient foods. So when we think about uh, how to understand carbohydrates, there's a healthy way and an unhealthy way to use carbohydrates. Uh, all right, so let's talk about one of my other episodes, uh, the two biggest factors in obesity. I think that's episode number four, if I remember right. Episode four, if you haven't listened to that. Uh, obviously, one of the biggest factors in obesity in, in that episode you'll hear me talk about is refined flour and in all of its forms, crackers, bread, pasta, you know, all these different um, refined flour blends is, is really what we're talking about. But is refined flour the same as butternut squash? They're both carbohydrates, right? What about uh, pasta and broccoli? <laughs> you, the difference is empty carbohydrate calories versus micronutrient dense carbohydrate calories. And uh, along with fiber, which they stripped out of refined flour when they processed it, um, the fiber slows down the glycemic response in our blood sugar. So, you know, as soon as we take fiber out of the equation, the, the refined flour hits us so fast. In fact, I didn't know this until I looked it up, but bread and refined flour will actually spike your glucose faster than table sugar, faster than table sugar. So the point being is there's healthy way to consume carbohydrates and get a ton of micronutrients, which I recommend. And there's an unhealthy way to consume carbohydrates, which we know is, you know, the cakes, pastas, pies, breads, cookies, you know, all this, the, the, the empty micronutrient devoid calories and sugar and carbohydrates. So we want to focus on uh, obviously fruits, veggies, nuts, seeds, berries. Uh, what about rice? What about quinoa? What about oats? Well, these are also micro, micronutrient dense sources of carbohydrate. Um, here's the thing with carbohydrates. They are like a fast burning fuel. If we talk about building a fire out here in my backyard, if you're watching the video, uh, we, we're talking about putting logs on that fire. Well, you can consider like protein and fats as like throwing logs on the fire. They're not quickly consumed. It takes a lot to break them down, uh, but they're a nice steady long burning fuel source, right? Carbohydrates, in the, on the other hand, is like throwing paper shredded's, shreds on that fire, paper shredded's, paper shredded, paper shreds on that fire and it goes poof, it's gone. It's a very hot burning, fast burning fuel source. So maybe if you're in a sedentary job, the the best macronutrient for you to consume on a day that you're not doing much is carbohydrates whereas the the carbo the, the the best way to consume a fuel source would be fats and proteins on that day because you're not doing much you're not doing a whole lot to require a lot of fast burning energy on the flip side of that if you're doing high intensity training you're doing endurance training you're doing lots of bodybuilding or any kind of strength training stuff like that you can get away with a lot more carbohydrates on that day. Another thing we have to understand about carbohydrates is how they're stored in the body. Uh, carbohydrate. So the hydrate uh, on the end of that carbon chain is held into the cell by water. So we actually hold a lot more water weight 
by the amount of carbohydrates we're storing in the body. And guess where the number one storage place for carbohydrate is? You guessed it, it's your muscle mass. So the more muscle mass you have, the greater capacity you have to store carbohydrate. That's a good thing. That's because every time that I use my muscles uh, and I eat carbohydrates, my muscles automatically raise their hand and say, I got first dibs on these carbohydrates coming in uh, and not, they're not going to the fat cells. They're not going to the liver. The muscles will soak up that glucose. That's why it's so important that we exercise regularly and we strength train uh, because it's preventative against type two diabetes and blood sugar problems. So carbohydrates can be looked at in a way of almost a performance enhancing drug. You could look at carbohydrates as I'm today. I did a lot. I was very active outside working around the house. I did a workout. Uh, I walked over 10,000 steps. Today's the day where I'm going to eat a little bit more carbohydrates and take advantage of the micronutrients that come along with those fruits and those veggies and those starches, things like that. On the flip side, maybe a day that you're traveling, you're on an airplane, you're sitting in a car all day, uh, or you've got a lot of office work to do. That would be a great day to not utilize so much carbohydrate and maybe to do a day where you're doing low carb keto or fasting or something like that. And I have found this approach to be massively beneficial uh, in my time as a coach, but also in my time as experimenting with myself. So every day, day in and day out, I'm looking at what I'm doing that day. Monday, Wednesday, Friday are my strength training days when I'm in the gym. I automatically consume more carbohydrates on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. A lot of times I'm hiking or I'm mountain biking or maybe I'm just working around the house and maybe I'll consume a little less carbohydrate on those days depending on how active I was. So the, what's the major difference that I want to really drive home in this podcast about good carbs versus bad carbs? So if we were to compare those fruits and veggies and berries and nuts and seeds and rice and quinoa and oats and all the, the micronutrient dense sources of carbohydrate versus refined flour, breads, chips, pasta, crackers, cakes, pies, cookies, what's the major difference? The major difference is one has fiber that slows down the absorption of that carbohydrate and makes it way less detrimental to our blood sugar. But two, is obviously the fruits, berries, nuts, seed, those are all very micronutrient rich. And the flour, crackers, breads, cakes, chips, pies, pasta, cookies, they are very micronutrient devoid. All they are is literally just empty calories and empty grams of sugar. So that's the key thing that I really wanna drive home. And that's why we, we really coach in Muscles and Veggies Fitness you know, the avoidance of processed foods, uh, the avoidance of multi-ingredient labels, uh, packaged, boxed foods, big food, corporation food. It's not even food. It's just edible stuff is what I call it. Food was produced and grown on the earth. Uh, it comes in one ingredient form, a zucchini, a peanut, a, you know, an almond, a banana. You know, these are one ingredient foods. So if we really focus in on one ingredient carbohydrate sources, uh, we're really going to give ourselves a benefit to stay away from the type 2 diabetes, the obesity, the metabolic syndrome, the heart disease that comes along with all of the refined processed foods. Look, 
If you like what you're hearing, I would like to hear from you. Tell me if you're listening to this podcast and you're getting benefit out of it, what questions do you have? What episodes do you want to hear me cover? Uh, shoot me an email, shoot me a DM, uh, find a way to comment if you're on YouTube, uh, and, and let me know what you guys want to hear. What questions do you have? I did a, a, a podcast Friday that was live with the Home Depot team of two or 300 people. I don't know. And uh, they had a lot of questions, and I'm sure that my listening audience does too. So what questions do you have? Shoot them to me. Also, if you would like to support the show, thorn.com, thorn supplements. I cannot tell you enough the difference between good supplements and garbage supplements that you would get off Walmart or Amazon or, or places like that. Uh, there is a lot of mislabeling and there's a lot of non third party verification that's going on. And that's where thorn.com comes in. Listen, YGYWPF, you get what you pay for. And that's really important. That's why I use thorn supplements. Obviously, I'm not the only one. The USA Olympic team uses thorn supplements. The Golden State Warrior Championship basketball team uses thorn supplements. So listen, if you use these types of supplements in whatever shape or form, go check out thorn.com. And guess what? If you're a listener of mine, I consider you like a client of mine. And I'll add you to my dispensary list if you shoot me an email. Let me know your email. I'll add you to the dispensary list and you get 25% off the entire store for life. Yeah, you heard me. For life, you get 25% off. So shoot me your email if you want to join the Thorn invite list. You'll be a client of mine. You'll get to see everything I use and everything I use with my clients. But listen, thank you for tuning in today and giving me a few minutes of your time. I hope this was beneficial. If you enjoyed it, like it, share it, share it with one of your workout buddies or somebody you go to the gym with and say, hey, dude, this guy like really knows what he's talking about and he's got years of experience. So check him out. If you do, I'm giving you a digital hug right now passing on. Thank you for watching Muscles and Veggies Fitness. Stay tuned.